The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash usbp. And we're live. Here comes the money. <laughs> Here comes the money. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a special edition of Wolves Fancast. We're live on YouTube. Thank you very much for tuning in. And we're here to talk about what has been a wind, whirlwind of 48 hours. Now, 10 months ago, Steve Morgan uh, put the club up for sale. In that very short space of time in footballing terms, we've now been sold to a Chinese conglomerate called Fozon International, headed up by a man who is now the fourth richest and English football gentleman. Woohoo. Say his name then. You say his name, Stu. Guo Guang Chang. There we go. Style. Open Gangnam Style. I thought we'd have done a bit more preparation for the <laughs> show. We probably should have done. So on this podcast, yeah. we're going to talk about what's happened in the last 48 hours. What does it mean? And what does it mean for our club going forward? On the podcast this week, we've got Adam Price. Wang Shanghao. By the way, day. that is Chinese for good evening. Oh. That's not a swear word. We are live. I am honoured. <laughs> we assume it's not a swear word. We're, we're, we're taking your you word. Your friend, your friend just told you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you some Chinese. <laughs> uh, we've got Richard Hobbs. The rich man's world, everybody. <laughs> and we've got Stu Hall as we're well. The rich beyond our wildest dreams. <laughs> um, get involved with tonight's live show. We want to hear uh, what you think. We're on our YouTube page where you're listening to the show now, hopefully. Comment on there. Tweet us at WWFCFanCast. Uh, and post it on our Facebook page, which is Wolves Fancast. Uh, now, before we get into everything, let's go over what we know so far about what has happened. So, Wolves have been sold for £30 million to Fosun International. Steve Morgan has now departed. Jez Moxie has also stepped down as CEO after 16 years, but he will still be with the club for the next three months in a transitional period. Lobategi, bad you then. Um, Fosun International will look to invest 24 constantly. For the last month. Will Jeff Shy be shy on Monday? Hush, hush, I to I. Yeah, we've been waiting for this for ages. So is it a relief? Is there a, like an anticlimax to what's happened? Because it's well, not been... what the prophecy foretold by good old Gillian. The anticlimax would have been the Moxie Consortium. We all, yeah. that, we all know that would have been the worst possible outcome. So what do we think? Gen- general thoughts. What, what, how do we feel now since Fosium International have... Now become our new owners. Fair play to the club, considering how long the likes of the Albion have been on the market and Birmingham have been on the market. We've actually sold the club pretty quickly. Um, I agree. I agree. It's well taken. Do you say ten months? Yeah. That's a that's a good turnaround. Yeah. In um, football terms, good, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Quick. And actually, we were, we were never in a bad financial position. Um, we have genuine like we we're, we're a decent prospect to buy, but we weren't needed to have been bought out. So actually, we've done quite well in that regard. Um, well, compared to how long it was on the market under Sir Jack as well. Yeah. And what was that, two, three years? Something like that, yeah. It felt yeah. like a long time. Yeah. I know I was, for that one, I was in the red line, I mean, a few afternoon sherries. And people were kind of like sceptical of Morgan then. Mm. And I thought, well, yeah, fair enough, good deal. This one, I was ecstatic. Even though it was not the saviour Robin Lee, as Bad Guillaume said. I was ecstatic about it. 
but it's a fresh start for most of them. Do you Willow Baddy Gay? No, Baddy Gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why, do you think, as cynical as us fans might be, is it the money that perhaps is what's made us more excited? Because well, we've got a bucket load that we could become one of these... You know, the Premier League teams that people dream of, how Man City were revitalised over the, over many years, is that what perhaps is why we're so excited, because of the potential this could have? I think it's a fact that we're not going to be shit change more than anything else. I mean, you've seen all the, re- the reaction with people going crazy, that, oh, it's not 200 million, what's the point, and all this yesterday. And, well, they're not going to come out and say that, are they? Mm. So, And it was only Steve Morgan that said that. They, Faustin ain't said that themselves. So it could be a minimum of 20 to 30 million, you don't know. We never know. You would imagine, given the worth that Faustin had behind them, which is a lot. Yeah. 26 million a day. Something like that, yeah. I mean... Cool an estimated personal wealth of a cool 4.1 billion. So that's a that's a bit of change there. Yeah. We obviously we, what we don't know yet. Obviously, as you said, the 20-30 million figure hasn't come from our new overlords. Yeah. So and I welcome our new Chinese. Overlords. I for one welcome our new Chinese <laughs> overlords. And so they, I think they will be under the remit of getting us into the Premier League ASAP. So I think they will do feasibly what it takes to get us up there knowing what yeah. the prize is on offer so I think we are going to be in for a bit of a trolley dash spree on players between here and like a supermarket that's what yes <laughs> I was getting there was... you do look quite Dale Winter like there's a full loom to an extent as well that, that, that there is, is equally as many good things as many bad things that could I get to this point we just don't know to can you imagine if on Monday in the press conference they just go thank you for welcoming us to your city it is ours now. <laughs> I am your captain now. <laughs> this is your new strip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you like playing in blue and white, white right? <laughs> We've combined you? the team with West Brom. Yeah. We've actually brought both teams in a yeah. significant plot twist. But there is this equal a measure of it could go. So we're all excited now, but in a year's time, we'd be good saying, oh, get, get these Chinese owners out. It's, it's different this time, though, because they are the. You can actually search who they are, and they've got a website. Yeah. Like some of these lunatics who turn up, I don't know how they even pass the test. I mean, Chilean. Some of them are blindly obvious, like the one who wants Forrest. Yeah, like that he's, a, he's an actual criminal. Exactly. Yeah. You no, know, that's an actual thing. He's, he's, he's on trial. Right. <laughs> now, before, Sorry, you, before not, you look at me. The, before fancast lawyers get in. watching. He's on, he's on trial for um, match fixing in Greece. That's why uh, it's not oh, been cleared. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there right. we go. Carry on. That was, <laughs> and, that, and that was on TalkSport. My heart attack just stops there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on to what's been going on. Um, Steve Morgan, no longer now the, the chairman of Wolves, but how will Morgan's legacy be remembered at Wolves? He, he bought the club in two thousand. We find ourselves kind of back where we started when he first took over, and he's a builder. He's he's built the club literally, and the North Bank didn't need redoing really, but it is what it is now, and it's it's a great stand. I mean, yeah, you get wet sometimes when I've been there, and then you get snowed on, but. Overall, you've got to say he's done a he's done a better job than I think a lot of people thought he could have done. But the things have stormed into the truck board in the Premier League, and then he just collectively froze. And then when we all got relegated, it was the fact where he didn't know what to do, he didn't know what the right manager to put in charge. Uh, he's just kind of all yeah, fell it kind of from there. did fall apart a little bit for him. I think. Only time will tell. I know what Dave's about to say because we've both seen the same tweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> the same, go on, go but on. you could almost argue that 
Morgan will almost just be a small bridge in sort of a club's history. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was in charge of the company, essentially. Um, Serge Ake would probably have a much stronger influence and a much bigger regime um, impact. Now, the difference between um, Hayward and Morgan isn't in terms of their wealth and in terms of their input. Probably doesn't differ that much, you'd argue. Well, so Jack gave us the, gave us the ground, yeah. but Morgan gave us the training ground. Yeah, but actually we're now in an era where we're not dealing with someone who has 300, 400, 500, you know, that minus a billion pounds worth of money. Just outrageous to say. We're now dealing with someone who, uh, who turns over like 20 odd million a day. Who's, who's, we're now run by a company who turns over nine, who's worth 9.6 billion pounds. Mm. It, it, we are kind of, we've gone up in a different scale altogether now, and you know it's it's a changing landscape in football. Um, that sort of the old-fashioned uh, owners are no longer going to be about, but it's how things are. Yeah, you don't you, you don't get the, the old scrap there at Rotherham. You ain't going to get them kind of people. Yeah, no. is he actually still in charge there though, or did he sell it? He must have sold it because you know he's still the Millmore's still there. Hmm. Um, not in Forest person. <laughs> someone's someone's mentioned he's not if he's on trial, he's he's not a criminal unless previously convicted. Oh, yes, so apologies. Yes. Innocent he's himself not, he's not a criminal yet. <laughs> or he's Or he's a perfectly reasonable, decent man who's been accused of a crime that he didn't commit. So yeah, not a criminal yet. There we go. Um, I know people are saying there's some problems with the audio. We will look into it, but we're just doing this with a mic and a laptop. So, yeah, apologies, everyone. Okay. We're uh, trying our best with audio. Anyway, back to Team Morgan. How would he be remembered, everybody else? To be honest, I genuinely think there's a good chance in 50 years' time he'll almost be forgotten. Chiefly because uh, Sir Jack Hayward will always be remembered at the club. And it will always be yeah. part, and he'll Number always one. be part of it. There's never going to be a chant about Steve Morgan, is there? No. So, I think for people of our age, he'll still be there. He'll still be remembered for mm. the training ground and the North Bank, and but then you got double relegations as well. Yeah. First club in history to do that from the Premier League, well, top division yeah. down twice with us, and that's always going to be his legacy. Sadly, not winning the championship, winning League One. Under his mm. tutelage, you talk. Well, this is going to be more negative, however harsh that is. He's always going to be more negative than positive with him. Yeah, I think he won't be remembered for helping football side of the of the of the team. Really, we all know a lot of people have always said that he's, he had interests like like you said earlier about his bricks and mortar. And he will depend on how well we do now. And well, if we do do really well. He's the one who bought us these these new owners. That's yeah. his parting gift, isn't it? To yeah. us? Like, exactly. although, he, although he's got a bad press at the minute, and has some well, has some for a few last year or two, he still actually sorted us out with a good owner. Mm. He could have sold some scrap man or like the, not the Rotherham guy, just some dodgy anyone. He could anyone who like Carl Oyston yeah. or something like that. Doesn't well, really? exactly. You go down that route of Carl Oyston. Who his dad bought the company for him. Careful, no, no, I'm not going to. Is that the sound of eggshells? It's not owned by Carl Oyston, it's, it's the Oyston family. It's really tricky, aren't they? <laughs> These live ones. No, well, that's what I was saying. That you, he passed the fit and proper person's test because yeah. it's a family business. But he could have he could have quite easily sold it to someone like that and not checked the background and just said, well, I want my money there, I'm leaving. But the fact that he's took this and there's been, like we've yeah. led to believe, two bids. 
and he's chose this one, then you've got to think, you've got to believe that he's got the interest of the club at heart, so. Now, I know we've had some, just on the side note, so I know we've had some problems with audio, but I'm guessing from some comments we've had recently, it might be sorted now. So if you're commenting Woo. and it does sound fine, please let us know so we can carry on without any. Yeah, so, oh my God. So you mean all that libelous stuff we said earlier probably hasn't been heard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's no crackle anymore. Thank you, everybody. You we can, sorted it out. You can actually blame BT because we have had problems. <sighs> so. Uh, Bloody British telecoms. Oh, Bloody that only jagged for ages. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's carry on. Let's go on to Fosen, shall we? What do we think of the boys? I know we've probably gone over this a bit already, but is this guaranteed success that they've got all this money, or is this a banana skit? I mean, they've got to have done something to have accumulated like about $4,000. I mean, after university, I should have a fan cast, so. <laughs> <laughs> Look how that's turned out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the audio, audio again. Yeah. <laughs> no, it seems that they've got they've got business interests all over. But yeah. I was I was um, listening to an interview on the Franksy show earlier. Yes, I think I heard this. Speaking in... to some guy, I forgot his name. Steve. Steve. Tappin, yeah, I think name? that. Yeah, I think that's the name. He seemed, uh, He says that it's very rare for like these these Chinese businesses to go all in on an investment. They normally start small and build up. So that equate that he believes that he, that folks are going to be in it for the long term, which is what we're going to what we'd like to hear. We, yeah. we, at least we don't. At least we know they're not going to be in it for two years. If he doesn't work straight away, they'll exit and then we're all back to square one again. They seem to be in it for the long term with a, a plan. Two-year plan, three-year plan. I'm not. We don't know until we might find out on Monday. But it seems to be that they're they're giving this the full go, and they have got the idea of promotion in mind ASAP. Thing, you look at this. They've got nine companies that they're invest. They've got investments in four insurance, four re- real estate, one private hospital, and then one one football team. Mm. So they're not messing about. They don't see that. I mean, to be even associated with someone like that is superb, let alone owned by them. And I was going to say, do you guys think it's a good or a bad thing that they don't have investments in other sports teams? Because I kind of see it as a bit more of a good thing, because I know that, let's say, someone like Randy Lerner, who owned the... Cleveland Browns? Yeah. I think it was. Um, and the, the guy in Arsenal owns the Denver Nuggets. I'll get rid of that one. Denver Nuggets? Is that Have I actually made it for that? I might just be hungry, guys. Um, yeah, I'll get, we're going to get comments on that. Um, but yeah, like, and it seems to have kind of fallen down the way, so it doesn't work for them because they try and play the same model the, to a different yeah, spread sport. Spread themselves too thin. Um, like the money ball tactic. Do it and yeah. it kind of fails epically. Now, what they've said is they're looking to invest 20 30 million investment in the next two years. There's been mixed reception on this. Some people are saying that isn't enough in the championship, or has it been well perceived? That I think, quote. I think with that, that li- that's been born from the fact that uh, we got. I think a lot of fans got swept up in the Robin Lee rumours, and we were thinking, oh, we're going to get like a seventies worth. This guy's worth like fourteen billion dollars yeah. or something. We can have anyone who we want, um, and we were getting linked with all manner of different players, bidding twenty million pounds for some bloke that Liverpool might have been interested in, etc., etc. When twenty thirty million pounds was mentioned, that kind of reined everyone back in, thinking, "Oh, hang on a minute, teams are spending that now, like Derby's and Middlesbrough." So that doesn't really put us above them in the terms of spending. But I think twenty thirty million pounds is fine, given it, that it's spent properly. I mean, you can spend twenty thirty million badly quite easily on mm. a couple of players. Leicester have shown you can spend wisely yeah. and get promoted. I'm sure there's other examples as well. Well, Leicester spent twenty five million quid on that squad, the yeah. promotion squad. 
No, and there's could have won the league. No, I'm talking about when they got promoted from no, the championship. That's what I mean. I'm just saying that yeah. that's all it cost. Oh, um, Kante, um, the one who oh. never even played, who you, you, you never name. Yeah. The one that the, I think he was in the striker who already got on. Oh, um, did they, buy, they didn't buy Kante championship, did they? No, no. they bought Maras. We've actually got an audience here that can give us all the answers. I so know. Can someone we, tell us? Not actually just say to, to, By the way, Game of Nuggets NBA team. Oh, I don't know yeah. if they're owned by one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's about spending it wisely, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's not. Yeah. We, we can't expect that the players, the recruitment, and scouting. Let me get my breath. There we go. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be spent wisely. And then I don't know. I don't see his role in being our talent spotter, a talent <laughs> spotter. I don't know if, uh, if um, that's his accurate description of his role, or whether um, someone else. I'm sure we might be getting onto this soon. So be sourcing our players. Yeah. I think yeah. it's Shoy, isn't it? It's Shoy or She. We'll find out Monday. Yeah, we'll find yeah. out Monday, yeah. <laughs> Is he not watching, though? Can he not tell us? And we've got a representative who will be going to the main man to say what's going on, and he perhaps will then come back and go, right, I want this to happen or make this decision happen. Is that... It depends on how much autom- autonomy they have, doesn't it? Because, you know, everyone's dealt with it in business with their boss and sort of been like, it can work really nicely, um, some of the time and you can sort of just do what you want and you just need to just get a go ahead other times you might have to go to your boss and ask for something it'd be a bit yeah leave it with me we'll see how you know see how it goes ask, ask me at the end of the week so are we saying then that Jeff Shee is he, is he a new Jez mm, he'll be the new Jez well no they're looking for a new chief executive so I'm presuming that will no, be well, I think that's what he's saying that yeah. oh, Jez was Steve Morgan's like go between because yeah. Morgan won here all the time. Ah, well, that's, that's, what, okay. yeah, that's what you're saying. Uh, sure, yeah, I kind of assumed she was going to be the new, essentially, chief exec slash spokesman mm. in the same way at Man United they have Ed Woodward. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, I can see who that. The Glazers. And you've still got the Glazers who are actually in charge, but he's the face of the company. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know who, what role Sky, Ski, Ski, Sun. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm sure again that might come out. Yeah. That's come out. Say about Chinese football and, and, and Chinese, Chinese investment coming into football in the UK. And they talked about the comparison between Wolves and Villa and that investment. And Mark Dreyer's quote was, in terms of should Wolves get excited, he said, my guess will be that Wolves will be higher up in the league than Villa in 10 years from now. That's interesting. That is the perhaps different between uh, Villa's new owner, Tony Jai. Tony Jai. Doctor. Doctor, sorry, who are uh, getting involved in Twitter oh, no, recently. He, 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 that is a bad mix. Oh, he's got involved in Twitter. He's getting involved in Twitter with Wolves fans. He's got the blue tick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't don't. Has the fan club not got the blue tick yet? I think you can apply for it. Everyone can apply for the blue tick now. Really? We'll apply for that blue tick <laughs> yeah. and get rejected. <laughs> but we know someone on Twitter who works in Twitter UK, David Walding. I know you're listening. Get that <laughs> get that verification done for us. Um, let's take let's have a mini break. Let's take some questions from people. Already, shall we? Adam's looking a bit pensive. We have, actually got, we have actually got questions. We've got questions. Um, um, Richard, go for your questions. Yeah, uh, so... Oh, anyway, if you're listening on the live stream as well and you're commenting, please put your questions now. We're going to answer some for you. On our humble opinion, which has no ground no to it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so these ones were on our Facebook page, on which you can find at Wolves Fank by searching Wolves Fancast. I think the URL is Wolves Football Fancast Show. Um, Jake, Jack Wiggins even, has a couple of questions for the guys. So, realistically, where do you see us finishing this season? Ooh, that's a good question. Fifth, straight away. Stu, yeah. no. No, well, get in there. Unless, unless they're going to get silly in the next... How many, how many weeks do you have? Five, six weeks till the window shuts? 
Yeah, it's yeah. End, end of all. There's no lone chaos either after that, so the bit deal's got, got to be done before then, and then if we get two players in, then you're struggling along again until January, and you might be too far adrift. The, the, so. the key thing is, I think, have, have we got players lined up to come in? Mm. We might have. We had the manager lined up to come in, evident, right. evidently. Yeah. Well, he said it himself, didn't he, in his interview? He said he, he had a deal with... Yeah, he had a good agreement with an English team, didn't he? Yeah. So evidently we've got we had a manager lined up. Now have we got players lined up? If we have got players lined up, I'll probably be a bit more confident in uh, performance. If we if we are going to go on a supermarket sweep in the next six seven weeks, are we going to do a tin of beans or a bowl of moe? <laughs> that's, that's the question. <laughs> are we going to get value noodles? In supermarket sweep, they never had to put a pound in the t- in the trolley, did they? No. Yeah, but that was different times, wasn't it? <laughs> no. You know, because you used to put pants in trolley. You, you did. Did you? When? Yeah. When are we talking? I don't remember this. Yeah, time. In, in quick save, in quick save, you used to, and that was the cheapest <laughs> place in the world. That's why. <laughs> that's why they keep on nicking trolleys. Yeah. You, quick save. Oh. I'm sure someone could tell us. In quick save, in the nineties, did you have to put a pound coin? Tell us. Tweet us. Live stream us. Yeah. Did you have to do that? When, when did? When did the um, pound in trolley? But as far as the question goes, I'm trying to that goes. Top half, I reckon, about tenth to sixth. Yeah, I'm going for seventh, eighth, depending on signings and yeah. expectation. First, we win the league. No. Well, I can ask that, answer that question. I know technically European includes Britain, but I think we're looking much longer. Not much longer, no. Um, I think we're looking at more European-based players on the continent, um, mainly because I don't know. I'm thinking they're a big business. European contacts. They're going to be looking th- not just yeah. in Brit- British Isles. They'll be looking throughout France, Spain, Italy, etc., etc. And we'd have the past few weeks. Well, just think how brilliant it would be as well if on Monday they, they did a press conference and then there's a curtain and they're all lined up there ready. ready <laughs> it kind of felt like they did that when Abramovich took over at Chelsea. And he, from memory anyway... Joe Cole, Glenn Johnson, yeah, they, Mark Ambrosio were all... Um, and um, oh. Veron as well. It felt like a load of them just like, right... Here come the boys. <laughs> Here come the boys. <laughs> um, a question from Tom Fellow says, do you think the new owners will spend the money on building the new stands to allow more people in the future when they plunge money into the team? That's so basically, are they going to carry on the stage and rebuild? Well, I think? think they will, but I don't think it's... haven't we? So they're not going to try and... I mean, surely if they look at the attendance figures for last year, they're going to think, well, we can't even half fill the one we've got yeah. now, so let's get the team on the pitch right first before we... Yeah. You start. You still got the ends of the um, Steve Boyle as well. In their statement, they talk about they saw the importance of Wolves in the community, the academy. You think they seem to be they seem to be grounded. They're saying all the right. Yeah, things. they're saying all the right things. They've been well prepped, haven't they? They've it's whether they do what they say. Truly, yeah, can't yeah. do what they're saying. Yeah. You'd like to think you'd like to think that they. I mean, the training ground and the academy is. Like a shining light in, in our setup, so you hopefully they don't just disregard that. Yes, we do want some named players coming in, but you would also hope that that's supplemented with the, yeah. the academy as well. So, I do, yeah, I do hope they, they do carry that on. Really hope they do carry on with, with the academy. I don't know what should be our expectations now with these. Owners? I know it's only been 24 hours, really, but for fans like us all who are really excited. What should be our realistic expectation? Should we now be expecting a summer of big name transfers, money spent, or should we still have an air of patience with us that this still could be a long term prison? I.e., it's still quite reasonable that we don't get promoted this season. I think it's very reasonable we won't get promoted. Yeah. 
But we're, we're going to get carried away, aren't we? Oh yeah, yeah. we got to. It, you, I think we should be allowed to. Once at being a Wolves fan, we should be allowed to dream. Yeah. Okay. But I want to crush those dreams. But, I want to grind them down and, <laughs> and put you all in order. Honest, the season starts. <laughs> and, with bland clothes and. It's like the season starts in ten days' time. We've got a manager who's unsure he's actually going to be in a job after the weekend. Hopefully not. Um, you know, we we got we essentially kind of going in half blind. We had him lined up anyway, so he knows he knows full well that he really should be out of a job by on yeah. Monday. So it's a bit of a, it's it's a sad situation for him. Yeah. But he'll be in the job as long as it takes Foson to find their new guy. Yeah. To like mm. out a new. And be, we've got the press conference on Monday, so we don't know what's going to be talked about there. We are going to do another podcast next week to give reaction to that press conference because a lot more might come out. Jacket might be out of a uh, job by then. We may have a new manager. We don't know. But Lopetegui joined Spain in the end. Gilliam's prophecy nearly came true on that one. What do we think on that one? Disappointed he didn't come? Because it, it felt very much like Solbach and an aura of hipster manager coming in. <laughs> Had a great record at Porto, although I know he was stacked near the end. His personal managerial record is quite good. We get, we get excited, don't we, by a foreign sounding name. So <laughs> yeah. when you know the takeover coming, brilliant. But also, this guy is going to be our manager. Ooh, <laughs> it <laughs> sounds good. I think and, uh, when, you, when you sat them side by side, you can have Kenny or Hipster Foreign Man. Julen. 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 I mean, he's, he's, got, he's got a head start straight away, just with the name. It's, in a way, it's more exciting now that he himself has actually confirmed that it was happening. Yeah. And, I mean, to be fair, if you were. The other way around. Well, no, he's kind of. But the um, if you if you like Big Sam, yeah. who's taking the, to, you, is it happening? Yeah, he has he the official. Sam Allardyce is the English manager. Yeah. Wolves fan Sam Allardyce. Yes. Every yes. regional paper around here is saying. Dudley <laughs> <laughs> through and through. Yeah. And no, it's the same for would Sam Allardyce go and take a Spanish second division side, or the England job. It's a no-brainer. He's English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to take England. for going for the Spain job. It's now, the biggest well, football. You say that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> to even be realistically linked with someone like that, it's superb. Even though, it, it's, even though it didn't happen. To say that he's even had to think of the decision, or maybe not for long with Spain coming, but to say mm-hmm. that we stacked up, because that was our competition, mm-hmm. says a lot for what potentially could be in store for I us. I mean, yes. On Football Manager, which is gospel. <laughs> yeah. At time. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Oh, I think I think you'd be fine doing a commute every. Does that, does that mean? Look, like, Adam, who's the last one? Who's the last one? And just you know this? Yeah. Oh, here Ooh. we go. No, 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 no. no. Let's yeah. let the let's see. If, let's oh, let the, the listeners ask this of question. The top. Say. So, I think I know this. The top ten. Okay, no. So it's the top twenty international teams. Right. Who was the last one to be both manager of club? And, and at the same time. At the same time. And the winner will get the satisfaction of knowing they got the answer right first. Yeah. There we go. Um, what Adam was talking about with, with Lopetegui is... Don't wish they can hear. They can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> Lopetegui, what Adam was alluding to there, does yeah. that show that that is potentially the calibre of manager we will now be able to attract? Or is that because of the whole Mendes thing, which is yet to be confirmed, it's all been done through that way and perhaps it might not, not be easy now? Because they had someone lined up, it seemed... And now they've gone back to plan, you know, well, back to square one. Has, did Lopetegui, who's he, is he linked to Mendes? Are they, are we, they... I kind of casually assumed so, and that's why he was 
So obviously he, he Mendes, well, yeah. might have had a say in. Well, Lapetegui is um, the client of Mendes. Okay. Mendes, his company's agency has got a, he's got a stake or is owned it, by Fosun or partly owned by yeah, Fosun. Yeah, they've got a partnership. They're all interconnected, aren't yeah. they? Because Fosun's got a link yeah. to, to Mendes. Mendes a link I mean, to Lapetegui. I kind so. of assume that Mendes's agency, I cannot remember for like naming them for the life of me, but they'll essentially be the club sort of fixer, Wolves fixers. Such as a normal kind of idea of doing the working regime for them. Um, mm. So it makes sense that actually they say, right, we can't get him as manager. Who else do you think would be good for the job? And whether he goes through his agency or through someone else in his vast network. Yeah, is, that's, yeah that's the, probably the, one of the most influential and powerful men in football. Super agents. Is linked to Wolverhampton Wanderers is a statement I would never thought I'd say. <laughs> do, you think the Wolves, <laughs> do you think the Wolves players are sort of just... Checking their agent's number the moment saying, Ronaldo, you know, you know you're looking to leave Real. Well, I've got this nice little project going on. Here. Nice little team. Just you know, a little nest egg for you. They call, they call it the City of Dreams. Oh, that sounds good. I'll, I'll go over there. You can have, don't, don't tell me what, you can have the island back I gave you. You gave me. Come here. There's an Asda right have there. You, <laughs> have you ever heard of a little place called Chapel Ash? Yeah. <laughs> um, with Chapel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, before we go on to Jacket, because obviously future's up in the air at the moment, we're, we're all expecting that he will be gone next week. Stu, what was the answer? That I know it. Be- oh, no, I, I would on. say, on top of Kevin Keegan, we had uh, Hiddick, McLaren, Flores, Advocat, Van Hal, uh, Mendes. So, can it not came to the 80s then, are we? <laughs> well, Keegan was in 2000. <laughs> so, tell, tell us if that's right, Kevin Keegan, because. People are saying Apricot is the last Keegan one. And, Keegan and Fulham. Would have been... Um, well, he left in... It would have been 99. Yeah, because he left in... Yeah, because he left after that disgrace against Germany with the... Uh, yeah. Did he have a man? And that was in 2000 and... 2000. I think what's not proven is you need to back up things with stats <laughs> and proof. <laughs> See, this is why live shows do not work. Kenny Jacket, back your arm off. But and still now... He's sticking, you know, he's doing the job he's employed to do, and he should easily get into a, a championship, if not League One oh, role, yeah. when he departs. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, as soon as um, it comes to October, November time, managers are starting to get sacked, he's got to be at the top of the list for basically any League One team and lower championship. Lower championship, yeah. lower championship. Yeah. Like, if I'm trying to think of a team who's in the uh, division at that. Like, Burton know. or someone like yeah, that. Yeah, or you know, even someone who's sort of got a bit more backing. Probably like a Barnes Preston or. Yeah, like if Preston Black- um, are sort of nearing relegation zone and they um, sack their manager, they'd be fools not to go for someone like Jacket. Mm. Um, but Jacket is very much a a revitaliser. He comes in at the start at a late point, I would say. You can see that with Wolves. Perhaps you could argue he's taking Wolves as, as far as I can <clears throat> the whole of last season. Yeah. And I'll still slag him off now, but. He did a good job for the first two, one and a half years. Yeah, we bottled it with missing out on goal difference, but he is what he is. He's a decent, brilliant League One manager, decent lower championship manager, and he's just run his course. And yeah, and then he's, you can say, you can say he's, he's been professional. But it's almost like if he had, a, for his own dignity, he should have just said, nah, sorry lads, yeah. I'm not having this, I'm going. But I don't know, he's one of them. Do you think there's, there's any chance he could stay? Given the fact that Lopetegui's now I not think coming, he'll stay for as long as Fosun gets their new guy in. I don't. It's quite clear that Fosun 
want to have their own man. Yeah. Nothing personal against Jackie, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. But they just think, right now, if we're putting all, if we're putting this money in, we want our guy over the top of it managing them. You've got to say that his position's almost untenable because he knows he's that... He's been trying to replace already. Yeah, he's trying to replace it must, be, it, must be un- it must be uncomfortable for him when he's taking training sessions and he's thinking, yeah. right, these players... Surely the players must surely know that... Sorry, you're, getting, you're not going to be around for much longer. Do you reckon he's just getting to take ease in training? Might just do headers and volleys all afternoon. He might be getting them to play World <laughs> Cup in training, doesn't <laughs> <Yeah. they? laughs> You never know. You just, we don't know these things, you know. I, I, it'll be sad. It'll be sad to see him go because he was definitely he was hamstrung last season, and I think a lot of this kind of shows that um, he made mistakes. But there are equally factors that went against him that, as well. I, I, I liked him up until like last season when he, he just started lying in press interviews and you just literally I mean, couldn't that, take anything face value. I, mean, I know a lot of managers do that, but you just begin to lose credibility. You just literally say one thing and then February, the opposite happens. February to the end of the year was. Genuinely, for some of the worst football I've ever seen. Yeah. Was, but. I mean, up to the fact that when I had food poisoning, I was actually glad I had food poisoning so I didn't have to travel to a hall so I could watch it on telly. You're right, I missed the game through food poison last year, and I think we did we draw nil nil, shock at home, or I think we lost one. I can't remember who was two now, but it was one of the dullest games in history, apparently. So I wouldn't ever have been happy I mean, to have missed the Wolves game normally. But. The classic Mary Berry comment from that was the highlight of that Brentford night. And that was ridiculous. One of the best comments from last season. <laughs> I actually quoted that in an um, interview with Besotted Beast Week where he said, what was the funniest moment of last season? And I went, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jackie, dead man walking, basically. Yes, yeah. is what I was saying. Um, if you were to go then, no real... Martinez, Moyes. Do you think those type of names will come in because... Dad, perhaps more used to English football, more so with Bruce that you'll have experience of getting teams up from the Championship. Or do you think, like Adam alluded to, we'll get more of a European person, brand new to this league? I think that if I could be gauging fans wrong, but I think a lot of fans would be happy to have Steve Bruce in because he's he's proven at this level. Perhaps more happy than they were a few years ago when he that probably was, well, that was just silly, wasn't it? That was just yeah. silly. That that's, that could have potentially put us back a few years by not having mm. a. a a name like him coming in rather than ending up with uh, Mr. Connor. But I don't see, I, don't, I, I can't see because if they've got this guy, the pedigree, is the next, would they immediately think of, think mm. in the same circles for him, then go, oh, can I have Bruce? But Bruce was, in, Bruce is a very well-known name. Not yeah. just Bruce the name. But yeah. I mean, yeah. he, he stocks pretty high at the minute and it's not like they're just fence some random English bloke who's just lost his job or mm. David Moyes who was mentioned on some talk well, um, Sunderland, he's been linked to it, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's going into Sunderland now, over us. You would think so. Um, Who, Bruce? No, Moyes. Moyes. I mean, yeah. Bruce is not going to go back Bruce to Sunderland. Bruce is going to Bruce the last back time. there after the way I treated him. Um, so, I mean, uh, I would absolutely love it if Steve I mean, Bruce was here. I'd love it. Yeah. He knows how to build promotion squads, doesn't mm. he? Yeah. And yeah. He, know, he also knows how to keep teams up. I know he's got relegated tw- once or twice, I think. He got relegated but he's got his ball straight he's back a, up. He's a, he's a good manager. Um, and he's sort of that next step beyond jacket, but yeah. he'll get you promoted. Um, You'll kind of hover sort of around 15th. Um, and I think we could do a lot worse. And he, he's the amount of times he's played foreign players as well mm. and got the yeah, best he, out he of me- them. He, he mixes he, it all He seems well. like he's a fairly good man manager. manager yeah, um, I mean, you look at that time. that whole side last, last season mm. and the amount of foreign players and I mean yeah I know everyone's got foreign players but we get foreign players and they don't work yeah, yeah. but yeah he's had experience with 
managing a mixture of homegrown and, and foreign players. Coming mm. from South America, doing well on a cold night in Rotherham. We are perceiving that Fosen would want. When when he got sacked from Everton, I mean, I've got one of my mates, Joe, he's, he's an Everton fan, he's, in the end, he'd had enough of Martinez anyway. And I, before this talk mm. happened at the start of last season, I said, well, I'll bite your right, right arm off for Martinez at Wolves. I'd absolutely love him there. When this was last season before all the takeover talk, and I said, well, defensively, we're, all, we're not too bad anyway, but at least these teams are attacking. Yeah. I mean, it's something we've been lacking for years, apart from the, 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 uh, the dream team. Yeah. Trading our nil-nil home draws for three-two... Yeah. Or threes, perhaps. <laughs> oh, Sam, I've got a, I've got a mate, Paddy, and he, he wanted Martinez. He just wanted him out at the end because he, the concern, the concern for them was that he couldn't take their their best ever squad further than what they are. So, but I mean, the remit for us is to get us out of the championship. And I said, how would you feel confident? You would feel confident in this type of football to do that. Well, I mean, yeah, don't just, just be concerned. But again, you just have the benefits of getting teams out of the championship. I think I, I wonder whether he, he, the, the main. Priority's got to be getting some of the experience of getting championship because you look at Newcastle yeah. with Benitez. Okay, it's great for Newcastle at a bigger picture and what he'll be able to do when they get back in the Premier League. Because I doubt, I don't think that many people would think that Newcastle won't get promoted this well, season. Depends on the sell. Yeah, but there's no, you've no idea how Benitez is going to get on in the, in the Championship. He could sink completely in two months' time. Yeah. It, it's it, on paper, it's fantastic. In reality, we know how tough and grueling the Championship can be, and you need those. You know, men who know it. You know, you think it's men. Well, you know, you admit Mc- Mick McCarthy's still, oh, was just, was you know, just... questionable, but at least he's got the experience of getting teams up. I'm not saying. Are you advocating your return? I'm not saying I'm advocating his return. I'm just saying. I'll say then. I want him back. <laughs> Look give, at the comments, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the comments. Give Mick McCarthy a bit of money. <laughs> to be fair, so and it's... you know, he can, it, you know, he might be able to do the job. So I made a, I'm not um, saying McCarthy should come back. Let me just put that onto the record now before I get trolled. Do you reckon McCarthy's first sign will be Gary Breen? <laughs> <laughs> just to come back. Um, I want to go on to... Uh, let's go to Mendes now, and then we'll take some more of your questions. So thank you very much uh, for listening. Say, drop a comment on our live stream. Tweet us at WGFC Facebook page, Walls Fancast. Mendes, still not confirmed yet about his involvement. If he is confirmed, gentlemen... Is it a good or bad thing for the club? On one hand, yes, you can have a guy who's got a, a massive black book of signings that he can bring in. On the other hand, how much control does this one man have well, over us? He, he can't have that much control because of the agent legislation and all that stuff. But it's when if he gets to the stage of we're only using his players, that's when he gets into problem territory because you're thinking, well, there's more than one bloke who runs football. Mm. If he's going to favour his own, and they're better than everyone else, then fine, no problem. But it's when it gets to like, the Valencia situation where there were a load of Portuguese players brought into there, and a load of Spanish. I mean, they were in debt anyway at Valencia, and things happened there. But it did seem that a lot of his players were being brought through who he represented, rather than spreading the net wide. That's the only thing I've got against it. Otherwise, and bring it on, like you said earlier, someone like Mendes lived with us. Yeah, depends who has. Who will have the final say? Yeah. We don't know, know yeah. But if he's presenting us with, uh, I don't know what his portfolio of players is, mm. but you would assume being a, a super agent, he's going to bring good players to us. Like I say, but you don't want the pendulum to swing too far in that in that one direction. Mm. You would you would like us to say if we have a 
a toss-up between two players, a Mendes one, or one who we think is genuinely better, you don't want us to be forced to take the Mendes player option. Do you think he has like a folder of like headshots of each player? Go through them one by one in like... He's probably got a file full of YouTube videos of all, <laughs> yeah. all his players. Like two-minute two little short stuff. This is my player scoring a hat-trick. <laughs> Why are you playing against 10-year-old boys? Yeah. <laughs> Look, he scored a hat-trick. <laughs> Rich, what do you think on Mendes? Um, it kind of goes... Back to my thing about um, the owners having other sports teams, I guess, because in one hand you say it's great, but if he's just going to cherry pick other teams, then we're kind of not actually casting on net that far. Yeah, like because we're only going to be going after Spanish and Portuguese players. Yeah, like the Watford Udinese. However much we have a link with them, I don't see us like only just cherry picking Portuguese and Spanish players. Um, well, you would hope, yeah, you um, would hope that we'll sign other players rather than perhaps yeah. I, think, I, I think there'd be a uproar about it. I think I'd like to think they're not stupid enough to realise that doing that won't actually help the club because of all the things we always talk about with foreign signings. Um, be interesting to see, but if we can sort of sprinkle the uh, squad with some. Yeah, you don't need a full cake, just, just Mer- Mary Berry style, yeah, yeah. Mad, little, little yeah. sprinkling or one of those caster sugar things where you just tap it. That's a little sieve. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's a if you're listening, thank you very much. Get your questions in now. We're going to do some Twitter and live stream questions in a second. Let's just quickly talk about Kevin McDonald being sold out of Fulham for mm-hmm. 1.25 million on a three year deal. This has been Rublin Four Takeover. Takeover happened, nothing was really said. He went to Ireland with the squad for a pre-season training. Surprised that it's happened? Or does it seem that perhaps he did just want to leave regardless of what, what, what happened with the takeover? It, it had to happen. He had four good games all of last season. He wasn't the player he was the year before. Mm. Um, I mean, if, if his little friends, I mean, if Sacco and Leonard Fabi going had some influence on that, I don't know if he had no, no out ball to pass mm. to and he just got pissed off and fed up and thought, well, what's the point? Because they're not going to run. And we can't play in this system anyway. Maybe he just he had enough and it was time to move on. So I think it was inevitable. I mean, if we have got, was it 1.25 or something like that? Yeah. Well, it's just like a penny, isn't it, to Bozeman? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> really? that's, that's not, <laughs> it's like those machines where you put a penny in and you get it like a little a, a candy bar. Look, candy bar, I'm not American. A little dairy milk bar at the end. Oh, it's one of those things that... Uh, well, I'm going to say that things like the, you get the amusements where yeah. the, the train's moving yeah. over two people yeah. backwards and forwards. Point, oh, I'll just put it in there, mate. What were we talking about? The Bake Off? No. <laughs> no, I think it was Maca. It was inevitable and he won at his best. So it's, it's no great loss. And we have got the Evans back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And improve, Evans, and improve Lee Evans. Exactly, Lee Evans. Well, improved. Grown up Lee Evans as well. Who, who, when you talk to the guys from Bradford and they seem to be raving about him last season. So he seems to have found himself at last. I mean, he was, he was a kid when he was here two years ago. Yeah. Mm. And a year down there, I mean, in League One, he seems to have matured. So, I think he's got to get. Will he get a chance then? Will he be overawed? I think with Kevin McDonald, there's always. We, I think it's, we all can probably agree that in League One, he's shone. Yeah. But the Championship is never really replicated. That he, had, form. he had a good first season. Yeah, he had, he, he, had had a good, he had a couple. Yeah, he was only in patches. So, he started the season quite well. He got found out and he made those couple of big mistakes because he made at least one against um, Ipswich. Ipswich and that was just from people closing him down. 
And it was only until sort of a phobia came and then they kind of struck up a really good partnership mm. that he kind of expanded his game. But then he didn't do that at the start of this season. No, and he last only, season even. He only ever seemed to play really well when Jack Price was in as well. Yeah. When you put Cody or Savile or Alex or anyone else. And like, don't... And I know some people aren't the biggest fans of Cody or Savile, but both of those two can play alongside Jack Price. Yeah. And actually, yeah. those three are borderline interchangeable now. Um, and... I don't know. You've got Evans as well in the mix who has done his sort of apprenticeship and is a year and year away at Bradford. He's got all the hallmarks on who can step but into th- that role. This kind of leads me on to the, the final point I wanted to make was that we're talking about these players now but they may not even be Wolves players come in six weeks' time depending on what influx we might have. Is there... I have to word this. Is there a danger that the identity of the team we've got now is going to be completely wiped off and we're going to have a squad which fans, although yes, okay, we're playing attractive football, we're becoming this fantastic team, but we won't be able to identify with these guys like we've been able to for the last two or three years. It happened at Leeds, with that first game with the Solbach and at Leeds. Yeah. Um, was that on Leeds? Yeah, Leeds was on Leeds. I was standing there in that nice, attractive little stand on the side and... I was looking at the team and I thought, well, there was no there was no feeling there mm. at all because I mean, you had Sacco, no one knew who he was. The Icelandic Prince, no one knew who he was. A lot of other, I mean, you, Pesco, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he came on the subject. Yeah, yeah, he came yeah. on. The, he, did you have a little tinge? In anyway, we finished fourteenth. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I though. don't. I don't see that as yeah. too much of an issue, to be honest. After, yeah. after, I think if we get in, wherever, wherever the players come from, if they're good enough and they get us up, I'd, I'm not sure people. Well, I think it's still, I think so long as there's sort of some almost homegrown players or some players who have been part of the regime who can make the cut, whether it's people like Hawes or Iorfa or even someone who's a bit more understated, like Doherty. Does the um, homegrown quota thing apply in the football league or is that just Premier League? You know, the homegrown quota. You know, you have to have homegrown players in your match day squad. It's, is that Premier League or, or football league as well? It's not as um, harsh, as it? Yeah, they're, they're, they're I think it's really... 18 in the prem. Is it 18? Yeah. And then, I don't know, but, well, I don't think anything's changed with the Brexit thing, so not yet. Yeah. Oh, let's not get political. No, <laughs> no <laughs> political with Brexit. Yeah, they, said well, that, they said it would change, wouldn't they? Because they'd have to be like special circumstances. Cause you match those squad, I don't know if it's in the Premier League and Football League as well, you have to have like a certain number of homegrown players in your squad. So there, mm-hmm. might, there might always be that element of, it's, it, okay, the first team will obviously have but, a. a, a, a I'm not trying to begrudge all this happening because it's great, but I, I, there is a part of it that thinks, oh, Wolves are going to lose their identity. There are there is still an identity that Wolves are a community club. And let's say Wolves right. become like a Man City. Like, for example, but Wolves no. let, let you let their fans go and watch training openly. You can go talk to the players and that. If Wolves became like well, a Man City, well. I was going to oh, say, right, you okay. say that, actually, you picked a really bad example. Sorry, okay. bad example. Because um, Man City sort of have gone to great lengths to invest in the community. Yeah. If Wolves were to become one of those type of teams, is there a sense of... There will be such a disconnection again between fans well, and, I think and club. Because of what we were saying about the Faust thing earlier, and that that's what they were saying yeah. about like in the community section and all that kind of thing about the club anyway. I don't think that would change. Mm. I really don't. I don't think that's almost too much of a concern for them. So they're not going to wipe it out no. on, on the back of saying, well, hang on, we're spending £5 million a year on all of this. Well, let's scrap that because that's not football related. That's not going to get us up. Yeah. I, I, I just think they'll just be like, OK, no, that, that seems to do a lot for the club's image. Let's just... Keep it ticking well, over. They said they'd keep it going for a year, wouldn't they? That all of the wolves yeah. aid and the community stuff. And you get the little the little sticker in the ticket office as well, saying family excellence award of the year and all that kind of thing yeah. on the window. So yeah. 
all that kind of that part of the club actually does work. So I don't see why they'd even mess with that when it's nothing. That's not their ring okay. anyway. So let's go to some questions then. On Twitter, James uh, Batham has said we mentioned an ideal manager would, would be following with English league experience. Could we take tempt Flores, Kike Sanchez, Flores, ex Watford, uh, now with Espanyol, obviously. Gone he's gone to Espanyol, <laughs> but I think perhaps that type of person is well, well, Andre Villas-Boas. I guess I mean you could uh, still. Not AV, I mean, to be fair, yeah. as a monkey in the rent, monkey rent. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Throw the monkey. No, uh, le- as a wrench in the gears. Or, I yeah. don't know what the saying is. Someone <laughs> will tell me. I'm wide the mark with that one. But um, I mean, it's like, it's like we look after a foreign manager who chances are we might get one. Carlos Calvajal from Sheffield Wednesday. He came with yeah. no experience. Yeah, I mean, he's he been sacked 13 times in 13 years, hasn't he? Well, there you go. And he managed to get Sheffield Wednesday to sixth. And I think that's come as a bit of a surprise. So what, ideally, we would like someone with. I mean, yeah. we're, kind of, we're narrowing down the market, aren't we? For say foreign. But, Manager with championship yeah. experience. Oscar Garcia, so, yeah, Brighton, who someone commented. Yeah, Carl um, Maxwell, yeah, said Oscar Garcia, but he had the health scare. Oh, obviously, it could be completely fine yeah, now, but he had the health yeah. scare. Was it? Was it actually two, only two, last season? No, two seasons two ago. Seasons ago yeah. He got into the playoffs, didn't he? He got into the playoffs. Yeah. 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 So he was just Poyet. Yeah. So I was yeah. going to say, I was going to. So it's quite for a second. Oh God! Oh God! Safety in numbers. Our good friend Steve Koenig. He said, is the squad uh, finally healthy from last season's injury streak? Now we've got, no. obviously, a couple of them were still injured, like um, Graham and Zyro. Zero. Dicko's, Dicko's now got a new injury. Dicko's not quite there, but is it? We're getting there, aren't we? Apart from, obviously, Williamson, who will never play <laughs> a game of football ever. But <laughs> do you think we're getting there now? But obviously, it could all change with the signings that could happen. Do you see what Zyro said? Because I mean, I saw a couple of videos of Zyro doing some exercises. He seems to sort of got a bit more freedom. Did you see what he said um, in a recent interview? He said, "Stand for an apology for breaking my leg." Yeah, I just hope it's absolutely disgrace that man. I hope that we get to play him in like a cup game and he's fit. Well, not even not just them. I mean, Carl Robinson as well. Oh yeah. All, all the stuff that he said, and then he had the nerve two weeks. Was it two or three weeks later oh. when someone did one of their players, yeah. and he went absolutely. Spare at him, yeah. and oh, oh no, your player can the swear thing's going out the window. Doesn't oh, matter, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. I'm angry. We are also kind of recording. We will put this on SoundCloud and everything as well, guys, yeah. in case you're wondering. Yeah, but if you want to listen back to our tones, if all of you 73 people have just heard that, did you tens of people, guys? No, he was he was a massive hypocrite about that whole situation. You can imagine, you can imagine why choking up here. Why Zoro is still quite angry about it. To be fair, one of the things I did love about Zyro the most was he looks like he's he looks like he's a bit feisty. <laughs> he looks like he looks like he's up for a scrap, which <laughs> I can get behind him. Like Mitrovic. Yeah, it's like they've got that bit of like anger in their eyes that actually if you rough them up the wrong way, they are not afraid just to pull out and just pull Since out. Me his days out in Bridge North as well, quite a lot of time. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've seen that. Yes, you can't look at the picture. Go, oh, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice, isn't it? He's going to go to Starport every weekend. <laughs> 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 And we'll nearly come to the end of this live uh, podcast. Oh, Aww. can we talk about Pokemon Go? That was one of the questions. We Don't had. because my good lady has actually, despite the fact she has has zero interest in Pokemon in her life, has got has more just Pokemon. downloaded Pokemon Go <laughs> and has oh. now got more Pokemon than you. And she has more got more Pokemon. She's than become me. a Pokemon master. And my she... partner actually works in the town centre where there are dozens of Pokestops. <gasps> 
who and she has now sort of massively overtaken me in terms of the level because all she has to do is sort of just every sort of 20 minutes at work just oh I, think, I can access I, I all these see, uh, I did see an article uh, online uh, on Wednesday I think it was Wolfsburg in Germany yeah. opened up their stadium because there's loads of Pokemon in the stadium, so they've got loads of like po- all these Pokey Pokey fans. <laughs> Pokey fans. <laughs> the, the, the Pokey massive went into the, well, the <laughs> well, Volkswagen stadium and was just sat in the dugout, just like take, I don't know, well, catching the, all the, the Pokemon. There was a video that went round about uh, in in Central Park with the night, <laughs> all these hordes of people Some, trying to get. Went down, didn't it? Yeah, it's all these people trying Some to get a Vaporeon in the night, and I was like, this is incredible. And then I went to Sainsbury's in Perton, and I went to, in the car park, and there's Vaporeon there. Got yeah, thank you. I got an e- I got so the rarest Pokemon one. in America is insane to important people. I go got, go there. Hordes of people tonight. So I, got an e- I got an Eevee at the Morrisons at Penderford, which yeah. I know me and Adam um, would end up going to quite a lot because we work near it. Um, and I ended up bumping into my boss as I was catching it. And it was like, hello, Richard. Uh, hello. 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 <laughs> Send this important email. Oh, oh, I've done oh. that, boss. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> um, to wrap up the podcast, gentlemen, um, let's do because we're going to do another podcast next week probably more of a recorded one uh, so next week after the, after the press conference we're going to kind of sum up what they, they talked about we'll probably have more about what's going on with Jacket perhaps as a new manager and we can be going more into the new season our normal regular podcast start weekly in two weeks time looking back at the games against Rotherham and Crawl no previewing sorry the new season before Rotherham let me get my uh, my order right uh, before we do all our goodbyes and thank you much for listening gentlemen oh, I don't know how to finish on the final questions let's say what are the three big PR wins that the new owners could do in the next month if they had, they, if they could if they wanted to do whatever they wanted what are the three big PR wins they could do um, <laughs> the ticket price situation okay. but they've already came out and they've already done that and then they've already said but then there's nothing stopping them giving the money back because I'm sure it's a team, a club did that last season yeah. when they took over and then they refunded or the year before they refunded loads of um, fans money because there were outrageous prices. It might have been was it Sheffield Wednesday? I don't know who it was. Then. I mean, it, it definitely happened. So if they did that, it, just something like that, just say no, we're going to put the prices down fiver, just just for the sake of it, say twenty five quid on the sides, twenty quid, twenty pound behind the goal, match day price. There you go. Okay. There's one. Are there any other ones? I've got a couple. Go on, Rich. Um, actually pay for Sir Jack Hayward's statues instead of having this um, statue, friendly against Swansea, Swansea yeah. a team he had no affiliation with or anything like that. Um, just say, don't worry, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pay for the statue. We've got these lads. Yeah. St- I keep saying this. stand statue, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't worry, guys. It's like at the bar or something. Don't worry. Don't worry, we'll get this. Other one, other one as well. Um, I said you could potentially make Jack Price captain. Ooh. Adam, any PR wins that um, would instantly make them the the gods that they are now are of Wolves fans? Super gods. Some working video screens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because. I'm sick of them being like two white elephants at the, at the end. Well, of no, no, they're just massive advertising things. Yeah, but it's like something like oil choice. Does it not more the way you go to Top Tiles and um, you know get all of your um, logistics, logistics needs from JJ's logistics? Does that mean, hang on, does that mean that Air Scoreboard, are they going to do away with all the Red Row adverts on it now? You know, they've got, no, they've got the, hasn't he, Morgan, done another advertisement for the year? No, we're stuck with it. 
<laughs> because every every so often I go up to check the score, I just see the words very spacious. You can you can <laughs> right across the score. It's, not, we, it's not like we don't know funny. anyone who could uh, change it, David. Uh, no idea who you're talking about. If we had an actual score, but not on the other side, so I could see. Uh, yeah, all the Steve Bull fans are going. What's the score? <laughs> if you look at them, them scoreboard things, the ones at Forest cost half a million quid for both of them because they were spot. They were ADI. They were the who bought, supplied them. Right. Had their, spon- had their name on the bottom and they had ADI stuff when there was a breaking play. But well, there you go. Done. Pays for itself. And a, half a million quid. But I mean, the structure things are still there. And if you can hang them from ceilings and roofs and all over the place, you can just fix it to a bit of a tower that's in the corner that's built for that. Keep your eye. Look, didn't they crude like just attach it on top of yeah, the stand? It's on still top. It's like opens the elements completely. It hasn't blown off yet, I assume. But it looks, it looks a bit cowboy job. But it's still there. It works. Does its job. Um, I don't really have any of the PR bins, but uh, um, yeah. press passes to a fan cast. Yeah, why not? Pay for all our. So we've got. Play lounge, yeah. Yeah. pay for our audio equipment so every week we've got a guaranteed crisp audio every week. <laughs> I am going to be the one that says, um, let's not mention Money Shop. Because that hasn't been mentioned in the last few days. I think that, well, it's sunk down the priority, hasn't it? Yeah. It's almost like we've got better things to talk about if, now. If they can, <laughs> well, what... That would be a brilliant PR thing. Yeah, if you would think that is the the, the top one that would appeal to most fans is change the sponsorship. Yeah, or even it, people who've already bought the shirt saying, "If you want to change, you come in." Like they did at West Ham when yeah. their their company went bust and they had that thing. The holiday with, people. Yeah, yeah. Excel. Yeah. Um, and then they said a free thing in the club shop. Bring your shirt in. We'll put a patch out of it. Yeah. There. Job done. Uh, okay, so before we finish then, we had a tweet today that talked about what level of wealthy do we all yeah. think the new Wolves owners are. Still a bit left in the polls to so go on at WGFC Fancast, but the options are Richie Rich, Scrooge McDuck, Monty Burns and Bruce Wayne. So far, fact, Wolves fans think our new owners have got Bruce Wayne level of yeah, wealth. So, uh, by mean, day, owner, by night, vigilante hunter. So we're going to have like a bosun signal that we can put in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we need a new sign in, we just put the bosun light yeah. on. <laughs> and then whatever their logo is will appear in the night sky and so the next day we'll have a player it's yeah. actually not an inoffensive logo either it's just frozen with two little symbols at the end yeah. so and that would work quite nice on a shirt yeah and that's where we'll leave this fancast special live thank you very much for listening just to put my own peace of mind at rest what Stu said earlier about the Nottingham Oh, a check. Is it chain or perspective? No, perspective owner. Perspective he's owner. been investigated for match fixing. Yes, but he's, if he's on trial, innocent until proven guilty, <laughs> Stu was wrong. Let's say that, please, so I can sleep well tonight. Stu was wrong, and apologies. Dave, you just checked the uh, fan cast <laughs> And apologies on that one. Uh, but for this podcast, uh, I say we'll be doing another one next week in terms of post-press conference, and perhaps we'll know more about Kenny Jackett's position there. Um... We'll be back normally, though, in a couple of weeks for our regular podcasts. So, for this week and this fancast special, it's bye from Adam. Bye-bye. Bye from Rich. Goodbye. Bye from Stu. Adios. And it's bye from me. Welcome to the new era.
las especies más peculiares del mundo latino es el Padreus Protectorus, que vive colgado encima de sus hijos como un koala. Vamos contigo por si le pasa algo a tu auto. Mamá, voy a estar bien. Pero este instinto sobreprotector se está extinguiendo, porque State Farm está ahí las 24 horas y los necesitas. Así que los padres finalmente están soltando a sus hijos a la naturaleza. Nos mandas fotos. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. Llama para obtener una cotización hoy. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP.